Hey, RT. Welcome back to Tough Men of Faith, 2024 edition. New year, man. Are you ready? I'm ready, man, but I... I mean, you're smiling now, but... You got some new year, new me stuff going on? I don't. I'm hoping... <laughs> I heard you do, which... I, I don't. Um, no Red Bull today, right? Uh, yeah. What's I, that about? You just said you haven't drank one. Are you giving it up? I guess. You're over there drinking your Canada Dry? Is that the... Ginger Ale. Ginger Ale. Is that yeah. the drink of choice now? I, it's still caffeine-free, so we'll see how this goes. So what? what's the thought process behind this Red Bull thing? Um... Every time I drink one around people that don't drink them regularly, they tell me how bad they are for me, and I yeah. kind of just getting tired of hearing about it. Um, I don't think they're bad for me. Okay. Other people seem to, so we'll have, see. Have I ever told you they're bad for you? Uh, I yeah, think, I think you – no, you used to drink them, and then you quit. I felt so much better when I gave up energy Did you really? Drinks. Yeah. <sighs> we'll see. I was having – I think, man, this they're just messing with, with my heart and stuff. Like, yeah. if this didn't – I feel a lot better not drinking them. All right. We'll see. I'm drinking 10, 12 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> see, maybe that's what I'll do. Like nine espressos later. I feel not, great. <laughs> I'm not drinking any Red Bull. So. Okay. But you're doing the sugar-free ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some people say that's worse, but I don't, I don't know. know, man. That's what they always said about like Diet Coke, right? right it's like yeah. worse for you. So man-made products are worse than natural, I guess. I don't know. Are you drinking any Coke or pop or anything? Or um, I had to – no. It was, I, this has been a caffeine-free day. Does ginger ale have caffeine in it? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's keeping me going, so maybe it's got a little. So you're doing water and ginger ale and yeah. Man, on on Christmas Day, so I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. Right. And it's pretty caffeinated coffee when yeah. I'm drinking. And everyone oh, yeah, around got, me knows that. You got some that. special coffee for Christmas. I did, I got some special coffee for Christmas. How was that? It was good. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Is that like the? It wasn't the elephant poop coffee. No, it's the cat poop coffee. The, yeah. 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 Was it Cope Lua? I don't even know how to pronounce it. But yeah. But so Christmas Day. Yeah. I was at uh, my mom's house and my my grandpa was making the coffee. Yeah. And all day I was dragging. I was like, man, really? why am I dragging on Christmas? He's like 90. You think he'd need a, as much caffeine as he can get? He was he was making decaf all day. And I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it finally hit me about six o'clock. I went to make another pot and I couldn't find the regular coffee. And he yeah. goes, no, I've been making this one. It was the decaf one I've been making all day. Oh, you guys think we've been drinking this all day and falling asleep? Yeah, that was why. I just blamed the... You don't think the, we drink this for the flavor, do you? Right. <laughs> thought it was just the boring conversations in my family that was putting me to sleep. Just the coffee. Well, good. So you had good holidays then? Yeah, they were good. Good. You? Yeah, great. Good. Yeah. Good holidays. Went down to Nashville for a few days with the family. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What'd you do down there? You know, some line dancing, stuff like that. That sounds like yeah. your style. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. No, I, I did not do any line dancing. Square so. dancing. Square dancing. Yeah, a little easier for you. There's no dancing at all. Okay. So, yeah. Great. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Are you a dancer? Not a good one. But you'll dance? Uh, in the right circumstances. So can you do line dancing? Is that something you know, like the I steps? Don't, I can watch and okay. figure it out. I can't. I saw them. Yeah. Like, we went, like, we're at this restaurant. I'll be people because I start, you know, yeah. they start sliding left and I start sliding right. And yeah. It's bad. But I do it. All right. So it's New Year. Yeah. You, you let it out with New Year, New Me. Do you, do you have some resolutions? <laughs> no, I mean, I just like seeing all these people's statuses on their uh, social medias. It's New Year, New Me. And it's like, yeah, in three months, you'll be back to the same old crap, which is kind of, you know, pushing me to follow through with this caffeine thing for 30 at least days? energy drink thing yeah. for more than three months. Oh, more than three months. I, I think we should, right? I mean, I don't know if you should ever drink another one, but well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
I have not set any New Year's resolutions yet. I'm going to work you. on them this. No, I'm going to set some. Oh, okay. I always set some. Maybe you're just already at a point, a point in a place in your life where you don't feel like you need to get better. Definitely not there. Okay. Definitely, yeah. And I have some good friends around me. Let me know I'm not. So, <laughs> um, so I, I did. I read a couple things this week. Cause I, I'm just been trying to get some things ready to set my New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Oh, okay. This week. You're getting ready to make a plan. Getting ready. I was making a plan to make a plan. <laughs> And I was reading this, just a couple of things. One was uh, a 21-day no-complaint experiment. Have okay. you heard of this? No. I think Tim Ferriss or someone made it pretty popular. I'm going to tell my wife about this. No. <laughs> I, got a, I got a New Year's I resolution for you, girl. Don't text her. I'm not texting her okay. now. She'll hear it when it comes out. But it's basically this. It involves you don't complain, criticize, or gossip for 21 consecutive days. Okay. And then if you do, you start over. When are you going to start this? I'm, start I'm not saying I'm doing it. Oh, okay. I, I was just saying I'm thinking about doing it. It was <laughs> on my – I wrote down some things that I'm yeah. thinking about putting I was looking for place. somebody to join on their resolutions. Yeah. Well, here's the one I'm going to do, I think, the first. Yeah. It was the 30-day, like, a minimalist experiment. Okay. Have you heard of that? Nope. Or challenge. I don't know what it's called. It's a game. No, they call it a game. Okay. It sounds like a game. So you're supposed to find a, a friend or – I guess you can do it for Rachel if you want to do it for your wife. Right. Um, to, to join in with you. There's some minimalist things I don't want to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how it works. Let's get back to this. Yeah. So day, you do it for 30 days. Okay. Day one, you get rid of one thing. Okay. Something. Red could pool. be, it could be, yeah. I, th I think it's things you have. Like, okay. you're trying to declutter. Because as Americans, we, most of us have too much. Okay. Yeah. So you get rid of, of something. Something in the kitchen, electronic, uh. Okay. A tool, a furniture, clothes, towels, something like you get rid of something on day one. Yeah. Day two, you get rid of two things. Two more things? Two more things. Oh, wow. Day three, guess what? Three more things. Three things. I don't think I have that much stuff I want to give up. I bet you do. And then, <laughs> or need to. Maybe yeah, not one. Maybe you need to. Or not using. So you do this for 30 days. Okay. And whoever goes the longest wins. Okay. And if you make it, if you both make the 30 days, and I guess you both win, everyone gets a trophy. Gotcha. I don't know. You want to do that one? Uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> I won't make a complaint about it, but I'll think about it. I think it's a. It's the one I'm thinking about doing first. Okay. And so every day by midnight, you have to have it out of your house. Okay. Whatever you're getting rid of, so you can't like. Why don't you just bring me your stuff, and we'll see if any of it's any good. Well, here's the I'll, thing: I'll you can you can donate it, you can sell it, you can. Like you really gotta get rid of it. Give it to a friend, or you can throw it in the trash. Okay. But by midnight. That has to be out. So the second day, by midnight, two things have to be out of your house. Wow. Okay. So it, it gets, you know, it starts easy. Like yeah. we all have one thing that we can get rid of. Yeah, that, like, like our cat. You know, your yeah, cat. We get rid of that. There you go. Done. Day one, you get rid of cat. Makes yeah. it easy. Um, and then day two, maybe it's the shirt. What's, what's your wrestling outfit called that you still wear around occasionally? Oh, my uh my singlet. Singlet. Yeah. You could get rid of your singlet. So no one has to be see Nick Robertson a singlet. Yeah, again. but there's one person that loves to see that. <laughs> Anyways, back yeah. to the game. So yeah. then, then whoever okay. goes the longest wins. Okay. So you're not in on that. I, I I'm going to go home and look around and see what kind of stuff I got. And if I got some stuff that... I've been to your house. You have stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Huh. I pulled a U the other day. What's that? I bought a hockey stick. <laughs> I can't ice skate, but I'm going to learn to ice skate. Are you going to play hockey? I don't know. I think I need to do something. I think something physical where, you know, you can bash into people and. I don't think this is, but I don't, you don't think it's I usually don't discourage guys from like trying some new athletic adventure, but I don't know that hockey's for you. Okay. We'll see. 
Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. So, <laughs> can you ice skate? Nope. Well, I'm gonna learn how. You bought a hockey stick. Have you bought hockey skates? No, but I got a puck, and I've got really good puck handling skills. Mm -hmm. So Rachel was impressed the other day. Yeah. She came out in the garage, and I was shooting the puck, and she said, "Well." What if you bought a net? I was like, yeah. I was like, but I'll have to get you some gully pads. And she was, uh, she's not having it. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about money. It's the first year. <laughs> After I go out and buy some random stuff. <laughs> you have, let me pull up some notes here I have on money. Okay, what do you got? Um, let me find some. Because th that's just, that leads right in. Because I once bought hockey skates. I know. You remember that? Yeah. That's why you said you pulled on me. Yeah. I didn't need them. And you couldn't skate very good, right? I couldn't really skate. I never went. We live in Indianapolis. Yeah. We never go. I, I right. mean, we have some skating rinks, but it's not part of our culture. Yeah, exactly. And I was older when I bought them. I was in my 20s. I thought, I'm going to go right. learn how to Play be hockey. ice hockey, a hockey player. Right. It never happened. I'm just saying. But I kept the skates just to, as a reminder for my bad decisions. Like okay. bad financial decisions. Okay, yeah. I guess. Is why I kept them. Okay. Because it's just a reminder. Like, don't spend money on stupid things. This okay. was a stupid thing to spend money on. Yeah. Hey, it may not be for you. You may be in the NHL in a couple yeah, years. Yeah, so. you know, or minor league something. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk money. Okay. I That's a passionate topic for you, right? Talk about money. Yeah, it is. Um, because I've been in a bad position multiple times in life where I spent money on crap, like hockey sticks, um, that I didn't need to spend money on. And then I always wonder how I got myself in this position. Yeah. And then I hear of friends and other colleagues and people doing the same thing now. It's like, hey, I can help you with this. I'm good at this yeah. part. Well, if we were to ask our listeners, like if we could see them, yeah. and they just didn't get to see our pretty faces. Right. If we were to say who's done stupid things with money. I bet everybody raises their hand. Every single one yeah. of them. Right. It's like. Yes, I've done it. And, and a lot of you probably continue to do stupid stuff with yeah. me. Or we well, just quit listening to the podcast because we call you out on stuff. We do. We don't like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and as Christians, right, as men of faith, like our, our goal is to, like, we should be living within our means. Yep. We should be giving generously and we should be saving wisely. Yeah. We should be good stewards of the money that we are given. Yeah. Like using our finances to further the gospel and, and to benefit others, right. not just ourselves. Um, I think that's a piece we live out a lot, miss out a lot on, is generosity. Yeah. And that was my point for buying a hockey stick. I wanted to convince people to pray that I wouldn't come back and play hockey. That they wouldn't oh, play against me. Okay. See? See, I spun that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that kind of goes into living appropriately. I think what I was <laughs> saying there. Here we go. Um, <laughs> like asking yourself, like, do you really need, I don't want to beat up on you with the hockey sorry, sticks. That's all right, go ahead. But well, do I you, didn't really need it. But do you really need that third vehicle or right. that that thing? Thirty sixth gun right. that you're never going to shoot because you don't have time. <laughs> um, or are you saving wisely? Yeah, um, those type of things. But Scripture talks a lot about it. Do you have Do you have a Bible? I do. Do you have it? Pull up on your phone. I can't. Um, Proverbs twenty two seven. Oh, hold on, I get a terrible service here. You need me to find it? No, I'm almost there, man. The service right. is not good. 22.7? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, are you sure? Something about the rich ruling over the poor. Yeah, and the borrower uh, slave to the lender. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that verse, servant, slave there at the end, bondage, it, ha it has the idea of if you're in debt, like you are in bondage to the one you owe money to. Right. Um, which we don't use that terminology, right? So I No, but we should. Uh, yeah. Like... Taking on debt takes away freedom. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, people might think that it gives them freedom or it gives them things that they want, but taking on debt actually gets rid of your freedom because now you're in bondage or you're a slave to the person yeah. that you owe the money to. Well, how many times have you heard someone say, or maybe even said it yourself? I know I have like, I would love to do that, but man, I, I just have this credit card debt yeah. or I have this debt over here, or I would really like to help that person in need, but yeah, you know, for the last 20 years, I've made a lot of dumb decisions and now I'm so far in debt, I can't. <laughs> right. Um, but how many times have we thought that, man, I'd love to go do that, but I'm living in my means right now and I don't want to screw that up. Yeah. I don't want to. And it's like, I always say this, any extra dollar that you spend that's outside of your budget is something that you're taking away from something else. Um, yeah. You know, either you're taking it away from savings or you're taking it away from your whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or even like, like maybe you, you feel led to like quit your job and do something for the kingdom. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way, right? I can't, yeah. I can't make less money. I have to yeah. make this much and I need to work more right. a second job. So I can't volunteer. I can't serve in this capacity. I can't work for this nonprofit because right. of this. So yep. yeah. And debt, it's bondage. Yeah. Debt, debt rules you. Um, it does. It keeps people in chains. This is a few years ago. So the stat may have changed now. I doubt if it's any better, but the average household income was 136% of their annual income. What's that now? Like the average household debt is 136% oh, okay. of the household income. income. Yeah. Huh. I bet it's higher now. So if you made 100000 you'd be 136000 Yeah, which, which I'm sure it's higher now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So it means that the average person owes what they make in a year plus 36% on top of that. Yeah. You just can't – you can't keep going like that. No, you can't. Going into, I mean, unless you're the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can go to 10000 over. Then you can just keep going. But for, for the rest of us, we can't. Right. Um, yeah, the same thing talked about. I think the average credit card debt Americans carries around 15000 or so. Really? Yeah. Jeez, quit doing that. Yeah. Uh, that same study was talking about the average 21-year-olds in debt. I think it was $12,000. But then the average seven or the average 28-year-old owes $78,000. So from 21 to 28, it goes up yeah. significantly. That's crazy. Um, but you think I've been it, there before. Yeah. So I say it's crazy, but now that I'm out of that, I think it's crazy. Yep. When I was living in it, I just thought, I've got all this stuff. You know, yeah. um, I'm just paying monthly payments on it. Yeah, living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. 60-some percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy because if, if... If one of their checks got screwed up, they'd just be, yep. I mean... If you lost your job, you can't pay your mortgage that yeah, month. Yeah, being a world of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but what's crazy, it's the normal in our country. It's normal to have credit card debt. It's yeah. normal to have car debt. It's normal to have student loans debt. It's normal to fight about money with your spouse. Yeah, we should start a new normal. Um, we should. That's not like I think that one of the best things, smartest things we did was get rid of credit cards. Yeah. Um, Twenty-two percent interest isn't for us. Well, and as Christians, we're called to a different normal. Right. So I, that's why Scripture is really clear. Like what we just read in Proverbs twenty-two is that, yeah. hey, you're going to be in bondage to the the credit card company. Yeah. To that. Yeah. To the debtor. To the debtor. Yeah. So, yeah, the Bible says a lot about money. So I, I think if if we really live by Scripture, we we would be weird and there'd yeah. be a different normal. Yep. Um, but honestly, like Christians aren't that much different. Like, Nope. Or we should be. But we should you know, be. Um, Two thirds of the parables in scripture talk about money. Yeah. So it shows that at least for 2000 years, longer than that, money's <laughs> yeah. been a big deal. Yes. I think it's been a big deal for a long time. Um, <clears throat> I think, I don't think it's too far a stretch to say though that money is really like, it's an indication of your spiritual condition. Yeah. Um, if you want to, see what you really believe about the gospel, I think you look at your checkbook Yeah. and see how you're spending your money. Right. I guess not checkbook now. No one bounces a checkbook, do they? 
I sound like an old man over here right. with a gray beard. Well, look at your budget. Your budget. Your Do you have a budget? Do you have a budget? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, where's your money going? Yeah. I started using – I've never used a budgeting app. Really? Yeah, I don't – I tried one for a while, and a uh, little old school, so I just go back to the legal pad. And we yeah. Just, we do it about once a quarter and just see where everything's at. I started using about three months ago, three or four months ago, Yeah. Um, Mint. It's a budgeting app. Okay. Been around forever. So I thought this is good. I connected all my bank accounts, investments, yeah. everything, and like loved it. You okay. know? I have it for about three weeks, and I read this article that Mint's shutting down. Great. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going into something else now, but it's just not. It's not the same. Yeah. So I haven't found a new one yet. But it was eye opening just to see like exactly where every dollar you spend goes because yeah. it, you know, shoots out these reports that show you everything you spent last month, where the money went. Thirty percent of yours goes to coffee. Man. So I told Karen like. So we're at the end of the year now, yeah. so I'm having it pull, like, how much we spent at, at coffee shops this year. Okay. I don't know the number yet. So you're going to start with a new business? Yeah. Year. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, but I think there is a, a spiritual condition we can see from how we spend our money. Oh, yeah. Um, Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters. Yeah. Either you will hate the one and, and love the other or love the one and despise the other. You can't serve God in money. Right. So if, if Jesus says, hey, you can't serve God in money. Yeah. How many times in our life are we really serving money? Because right. we're in bondage um, to it. Yeah. What do you think it means about serving money? I, is it serving money so much or is it serving yourself? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's serving no. yourself through money, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm serving yourself through money. It's it's you looking at money and putting it on a pedestal, I guess. Um, you're putting it over certain things. Yeah. And you're almost worshiping money mm. or what the money can get you. Over what you're supposed yep. to be worshiping. So if you buy something you don't need to impress people you don't that don't really care that much about <laughs> right. you. We just talked about this the other day with a friend of mine. Did you? He said, you know, we should really just build one big house and live four or five families in the house. Yeah. I said, yeah, you know, the only reason that we buy nice houses is just to impress other people. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really, we don't do it to impress ourselves. I mean, maybe we do, but um, yeah. there's no sense in it really. But, you know, it's, hey, look what I got. And yeah, hate to say that because we just want a nice house, but. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, that's really what it's about. Is yeah. Well, I think that's how we see when scripture says you can't serve God in money. One way we could say you serve money is if you are buying things to impress people, right? things that you don't need or even care about, Yeah. then money has power on you. Right. It's, it's For sure. you are serving money or if you, yeah. and I'm not saying I don't need or care about the things that we have, right. but, um, I think you're right that if you, you just buy things just to buy it, just to show it off and you're yeah. not taking care of the things that you've been. I say given, but you know, the things that you bought, then, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. But I think that the other side, like if you hoard money or just, you, yeah. you save every penny. Yeah. Like the guy buried in his Cadillac with all yeah. the money. And you're not generous with it. <laughs> right. Then you serve money. Like if you're just yep. trying to get as much you can in the stock market or right. as many as you can't money, you can in CDs or savings or whatever it looks like for you. And you're not generous with what God has given you as a Christian. And then you're serving money. Yeah, for sure. Um, or like if you, if you have a job where you've, neglected your family because you're climbing the corporate ladder yeah i've been there oh yeah um, I think we all have not as a pastor there's, there's really not a ladder <laughs> to climb here uh but before working here like i was at a company where i would do anything to move up to the next level yeah i'd work all the hours they need me to work right and yeah, I, think, why? I, I bet like, we've all been there get more money and so yeah. that was really came down to serving money like there's sure. nothing wrong with climbing a corporate ladder yeah. and being successful making a lot of money but, but doing it properly right are um, you serving it yeah exactly so i i think it's a good question to ask yourself first year. Are you serving yeah. money? Um, 
the other side is we're tempted to love money. Oh, yeah. So you, you brought that up, right? I did. Maybe before we jumped on air, we we're talking yeah. a little bit about money. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah, First Timothy 6.10. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with liking money. But there's nothing wrong with loving money. But, you yeah. know, there's, there's definitely a problem when you're putting money before everything else. Yeah. So. Well, in that verse, it goes on to say, so the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. But then it's, it's through that, that craving that many have wandered away from the faith. Right. And pierced themselves with many pangs. Like it's like this idea, like because you love money, you've now wandered away from your faith. And now you're being pierced with this trouble. Yeah. And so we see that. I mean, that's what comes from you love money. You take out a lot of debt. Now you have trouble paying your bill. And it's painful oh, yeah. at times when yeah. the credit card companies are calling. And I know. I look at my friends that have debt collectors calling. And, debt collectors. You know, they're working all the overtime they can possibly work. And they're just living out of their means. And, you know, it's just, hold on, guys. You need to take a step back and really, really think about what you're doing in life. Yeah. I think what's key on that verse is money's neutral. It's not bad or, or good. It, right. It's it's really like a neutral thing. Yep. And it's you don't have to be in, rich. Yeah, it's what's in money. your heart. Yeah. That, you know, makes it bad or good. Because there are poor people who love money. Oh, yeah. That, that, that struggle with that. Right. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking something. I'm just thinking about the new year and just, you know, if there's any way that I can help somebody with this problem. And I think I've offered that a dozen times before, but, you know, it's... uh. I've lived it and I've been there. Yeah. I just, so many people are under, there's really like a power of money that yeah. people find themselves under. And the problem is they don't know that they're under it. So money is controlling them yep. and they don't even realize and it. And it's also embarrassing to bring that up. To yeah. People. Um, I don't want to tell anybody that I can't handle my money properly or I can't, um, you know, I can't tell my dollar where to go to because I'm spending it on all this useless crap. I, you know, I don't want people to know my problems. I just want yeah. them to see you know what they see. And yeah. I think a lot of people fall into that same boat. They don't, they don't want you to know that they have an issue with it. They just want to, they just want to keep making this persona of what they live. It's one of those things. Like if I could go back 20 years, maybe a little bit more than that too, like my early twenties, Yeah. like there's things I would ask guys help with, oh, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. You know, I want to learn this. Can you help me learn this? I yeah. want to learn to hunt. Can you help me learn to hunt? I, you know, or, or guys like maybe are struggling with pornography. They reach out to have another guy that, you know, kind of right. walks through to help get through that battle. <clears throat> but when it comes to money, like I never sat down with someone in my early 20s and said, yeah. hey, man, I see you're doing what seems like really well yeah. financially. Um, could you just help me with my budget and help right. me look through it? Yep. I, I remember my parents sitting down multiple times saying, hey, um, yeah. you need to fix what you're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I never, I never would have thought to ask for help either. Yeah, well, and usually what happens, what I've found now, because I'm just at a different season in life, is that people don't ask me like what my budget looks like or how, yeah, or how I am where I'm at. But there's like negative thoughts about it, right? It's like because you're a televangelist pastor. Well, yeah, that's yeah. What, that's, no that's matter what you're... the career is, like there's some, <laughs> there's like some people who you, you can look at and they've done well financially, yeah. and a lot of times we're just jealous of them or like. Right. They must have cheated the system. Yeah, exactly. you know, we don't see that they drove a junker. Yeah, for... they found one unicorn stock. Yeah. They, you know, they found their Amazon or their Walmart yeah. and bought in early. And it doesn't work that way. It works with persistence and, yeah. you know, just uh, just setting setting a tone and just keep living that. But we don't go ask them for advice many times. We just get, we just yeah. hate on them basically, right? right? Yeah, it's we, like, yeah. We're yeah. haters. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going to them and asking, hey, can you look, here's my finances. Here's what I make. Yeah. Here's what I owe. Can you help me out with this? Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. We, we got to get out of our own way. 
I did meet a guy the other day who uh, lived in a, a, an area not far from me. So not, not a great part of town. Really? Really small house. Yeah. Not far from here. Okay. And he lives on the north side now that's in a really nice community. Okay. And so we were just, we were just talking. I met him in the Army. Yeah. Um, he was not in the Army, but he was just at a, a thing I was at. Okay. I was like, man, how did – tell me how you – like what brought you up to that area and different yeah. things. And his dad years ago, like they didn't have much money, but he put all his money in Amazon stock. <laughs> and it was, I think, early 2000s, late yeah. 90s. This was just a bookstore. <laughs> and it, it this, you know, of course it blew up, oh, yeah. right? And so they sold their house, moved to that, and like they never have to work again type of thing. They yeah. do and stuff. But it was just like, it's the first time I've ever met someone who actually yeah. had that story. Which like, Dan invested me into some fruit companies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So let's kind of, I think we're, what's the time? All right, let's, let's start wrapping this up. Okay. Let's come back to money next week. Okay. And maybe look at some more practical things. Let's but go here, back to New Year's resolutions too. All right, let's we'll let's see if we, we'll see if we've nailed anything down. So for today, let me encourage you to this: like, really start asking yourself the question: like, do you serve money? Yep. Like, Scripture tells us you can't serve God and money. Who is it you're serving? Because yep. we're supposed to serve God, we can't serve both. And then ask: are are you love? Do you love money? Because we're tempted to do it. Oh yeah. And start like looking through practically like. Am I buying things I don't need to impress people who don't even like me? Yeah. Um, if so, or am I working all the time to try to make more money to acquire more things? Right. So. Or do I have what I need? Yeah. You know, that's a big one I think we need to really look at is uh, do I have what I need? And what am I doing to build off of that? And yeah. why am I doing it? Sounds good. Let's all jump right. back in it next week. See you next week. See ya.